Guys, hey, Neil Brennan here, guys. Hi. Hey, Neil, you sound hey, way blacker than hey, you did when I just said That actually was. wasn't you. about me, guess Sean. What? That was about Moshe. And guys, week, Neil Brennan here going to buy one date. Double Marlon, the Negro. shut your mouth. I'm sorry, shut Marlon, shut it. Hey, I need a headphone, Neil. <laughs> what you don't have kind headphones? of shoes are those? Um, Only uh, a white guy can wear those. If this, I wore those... Well, yeah, people would snap on you. Brothers would stomp me. And yeah. Snap on me. They'd fuck me up. Like what kind of like, dude? Kind of like how I'm getting. Um, it was like Green Goblin. This is uh, my name's Neil Brennan. Uh, Marlon Wayans. You have ankle from, socks uh, on. It's weird. From uh, from the Wayans family. Neil has is making fun of my shoes. So b- I have a date to promote. No, listen. Before you promote your date, promote his date. Dude. I just want to say that he's this guy is not a white guy. Neil is black, and he has ashy ankles, and only black people have ashy ankles. And your first white guy. You know what? You're I've seen. Right. Ash You're ankles, right. and I think there's an ingrown in your beard. That's I swear hilarious. to God. <laughs> Are you happy now? The first white guy to use magic shade. That's hilarious. I don't uh, have and it's See you around, buddy. And I'm flattered. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I never really had a daddy. Um, this is Neil <laughs> Brennan. How reluctant Listen to me. I'm, I'm gonna happy be, about it. I'm I can't hear shit now. December Sorry. 15th, I am going to be in couch. Portland about that, man. Welcome, at the Hollywood welcome. Theater. That's how we felt. Come fuck with me at the, at the Hollywood theater. theater. How big is that Portland. theater? Uh, it's like 300 or something. Oh. It ain't like, no, it's I thought you was crazy. doing it. I thought you used Kevin Hart in it for a second. No. I was like, damn. No, 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 I didn't even like that. Off a of, um, of goddamn uh, off a of podcast? When is this going to be up? Uh, tomorrow. Okay. Well, we're going to be at El Cajon Casino. Uh and that's on the first two shows of December of December El Cajon Casino and that's in El Cajon uh, I don't know where the fuck that's at California I think it's by Mall. San Diego somewhere in California yeah. also we're going to be at the Addison Improv the 6th through the 9th that's the Addison Improv uh, the December 6th through the 9th and then we're going to be on in Ontario the 20th through the 23rd and that's also in Los Angeles at the Ontario Improv and lastly we're going to be at the Orleans Hotel in Vegas on the 29th and the 30th of December, it's not quite New Year's, but it's close to it. Moshe's got. If I could just suggest, finding Waldo. If I could just suggest finding Waldo, Robin Thicke. If I could just suggest that uh, you are hairy as shit. Quiet. Wow, look at Let his arms. Talk, can Waldo? you look at his arms? Let him talk. You fucking to, Teen Wolf is right there. You can get to clowning on me ad infinitum. Once we start the podcast, we have not even begun the podcast. Thank you. Okay, so fine. if we could just start, you're and wasting make, all and, this. And maybe Neil do your dates un- again, and then you've got we've got your dates. So we'll oh, add, we'll, cu- we'll plug it in, okay. and we'll just guys. Edit. Neil Brennan here. December 15th. He's going to be so in, annoyed right gonna now. going to be in. <laughs> Marlon. Marlon, the reason he had me do another take is because you kind of yeah. fucked up the first. You have to be clear. I didn't say that. I didn't. We were trying to be cool about it. Yeah, exactly. We were trying not to I say find this fascinating. You were not professional the first time I did these. You days. are very stereotypical. Now, the reason is. I'm just, try- I'm just trying to be mean. You stop throwing those. I know, but okay. listen, Marlon. Okay, fine. Marlon, wait, wait, is not a wait, fucking blooper wait, reel. Wait, okay, fine, guys. But wait, one second. This is him introducing. I got it, Sean. Let him do it. I didn't know. December 15th, Hollywood Theater, Portland, Oregon. Come fuck with me. Fun night. Me talking about my dick. Some other things. Come. Now, 
Don't you think me in- in- interrupting you is a lot? I like fun? the first take. I, that's what I said. I'm going to use the first Thank take. You. That's that's Moshe Thank trying. You know. Mr. Business over here. I'm trying. That's Moshe being Mr. Business over here. Trying to handle the business. You don't fuck up the business. You got to stand. The people hear you through the. You have dates. Yeah, I'm trying. Tell your fucking dates. They're not. I didn't you should organize the first place. Exactly. I'm sorry. Everybody stop at this shit. Fuck it with the champs. I have a lot of announcements to make, and I know this is just do the good ones. Do it. We do have T-shirts. Our our big T-shirt competition has been officially called, and we have three designs. So if you go to Blue Collar Distro, bluecollardistro.com forward slash the champs, you can buy one of the new champs T-shirts. That's pretty exciting, and you can fuck with us. If you want to fuck with me, I'm on Netflix. Streaming live in Oakland is my special, and watch it. Give that shit five stars, and you can come see me live too. I will be at the San Francisco Punchline December twenty first and twenty second. Grand Rapids the weekend of New Year's Eve, and February eighth through the tenth. There is a special live recording of the Champs podcast at the San Francisco Sketch Fest. So come fuck with us, fuck with your boy Doug. Uh, who cares? Just follow me on Twitter at Doug Pound. I don't have a mic tonight, so. You tell me what you, you can't say. really pick on me, you know. Tell me what you want to say. If I'm not on the mic, tell me what you want to say. Let us say it for you. Tell you what the show. I'll say it for you. Follow Doug. You can be very overbearing. <laughs> that I can't be. Start the show. That I can't be. Why did you pick this quintessential black music? This is really black. Yeah, we're fucking with the champs. Ladies and gentlemen, you're live from Hollywood, California. You are fucking with the champs, your favorite podcast in the building. Very excited to see you. We would love for you to listen to the rest of this episode, even though those dates might have come very uh, scattergun at you. Neil, what's happening? It's all very loud, homie. Uh, Neil Brennan here, guys. Um, you're you're fucking with the champs now. I've been texting Marlon Wayans. He was supposed to be here a couple weeks ago. Overslept ish, but I told you I was going to make it. And the key yeah. is, I'm here. And you're here, man. and, and I told you I was going to be here. Fuck you, Sean. I'm tired. And now, and he brought uh, bonus. That's a great thing about the Wayans brothers. Wayne, uh, Wayne, when you deal with one, you might get three or four. I my mom's out in the van. She want to talk too. No, no, no. All right. So this is what, what I now in the park. Let's introduce our guests. How about it? I know that you already know who it is, but it, from the stars of stage and screen, it is Sean and Marlon and Wayans, ladies and gentlemen. And now y'all fucking with the Wayans. Swag. It's What's Malcolm up? and Eddie, except we was on WB. <laughs> Swag. Um, now, Sean, right, my Sean, here, I wanted to say, I you pulled up in front of me in uh, what can only be described as a white minivan, and yes. I said to Marlon... But it wasn't the pervert kind. It was No, like, no, no. They got a different... What's, a, what's the other kind? It's also like the vans that the Hasidic Jewish guys drive when they move their diamonds from one place to the next. Now you're speaking my language. I feel very hurt about no, this. No, I'm hurt. I, I got one of those vans. Very incognito. Why do you have a van? Because my kids... Um, um, I'm not going to have them spill cookies and cantaloupe and turds in the back of my car. Sean, Sean basically has a beautiful uh, panorama Porsche that he hides underground so that uh, baby mama don't know what he drives. Well, now she knows what the fuck I drive. You okay. But also you made the point that when you're black, you have to, you kind of have to flag. Like as a white person... I, I drive a Chevy Volt, and nobody looks at me like this. Look at this poor. If you drove something nice as a white guy, 
white people look at you like, now, why would you just waste yeah. money like that? You're a good that's white kid. Why would you do that? You know right. that's a waste. Yeah. Right. You should buy diamonds instead. But as a black person, See, what's that, the, what, tell me about the pressure to, to, we're pressured to, to do ignorant blacks. shit and live above <laughs> our means. So you feel pressure. And I sort of gave in in that I I made fun of you for driving a minivan when I should have just gone like, You're you know what? Gay. It's a responsible car to drive. You know what? You you, sh- you probably should have took the take that, you know, you know, Sean is being smart with his money. Yeah. Because I used to drive my 95 Range Rover. It was a 1994 Range Rover. And I used to have, like, rappers come up to me and go, yo, you must be rich. And I'm like, why? Because it's the year 2008 and you're driving a 94 Range Rover. And then I take them to my house and they're like, this is where the money's at. Yes, I'm not going to put my money into a depreciating asset. I'm going to put it into a house or something. Like, right. a, like a diamond out Jesus piece. Yeah. You don't have Wayne's Brothers pieces. You no. don't have a Wayne's Brothers. No. You're used to, most niggas put their money in their mouth. Like, literally. Like, Lil Wayne, he probably has probably $250,000 in his mouth. Right. Like, if you rob Lil Wayne and you robbed him for his <laughs> mouth, you could make money. Give me your mouth. Give me your motherfucking mouth. Give me your mouth. motherfucking mouth. Bitch. Um, all right, so I have a lot of questions for you guys. Go for it. All right, so you, how old were you when 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 Keenan first when he made I'm going to get you sucker and Hollywood Shuffle? I remember Keenan giving us the script to I'm going to get you sucker when we were nine or ten years old. No, we was older than that. No, man, we you sat couldn't on have been that bed. much older than that. Yeah, we was about nine or ten, and we sat on the bed, and it was a broken uh, full bed. And my the middle room in my projects and me and Sean. Yeah, you guys still live in the project. Yeah, we still live in the project on like Ninth Ave. Yeah, yes. Ninth Ave, Sixteenth Street, Ninth Ave. It was the comedy projects, right? Comedy projects. No, it was yeah. the project project. See, now you can't go. Yo, where you from? Now I'm from Chelsea. It's like Chelsea is rich. Talk, yeah, very yeah. very like <laughs> more, more gay yeah. now. Exactly, Moisture. gays came in and was like, we're gonna take these pitbulls. I'm gonna replace them with pomeranians. That's the best. That's what you want is gay people to move in. Hell your neighborhood. yeah, you do. You, you do, but it really kills your 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 rep. You don't it you kills the projects for it, sure. It kills your street cred. All your street cred. But your real estate goes up. Yeah. So but having said that, those projects are still there. And they're, they're still, still there. A little, like, you can feel the difference even if you just cross the street on 60th Listen, it's a gated like, community. Oh, the it's a gated community. But yeah. the gate is on the flip side. Like they the niggas gated is gated in. Yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Like zombies. Right. They gated them in. It's quarantine. Right. <laughs> uh, so you were you guys like insufferable? Like, fuck you, my brothers are out in Hollywood and they're doing well. Uh, uh, we, was, we, we, we were poor real. amongst everybody else. We were just, just like everybody else. But, you know, we had hope. There was a glimmer of hope. Only when my brother bought us a new couch did we actually feel like we were something. That was his big thing. He bought us a new couch. That when Eddie Murphy came to our house. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. He, he bought the new the couch because Eddie Murphy was coming to our house. And he didn't want Eddie sitting on the roach infested <laughs> couch that my mother still had plastic covers on. Wait, were your parents funny? No. Yes, they were. My mother's, my dad's annoying like me. And my mom <laughs> is... It has a short fuse, and so my dad like would me. annoy the shit of my, out of my mother, and she would curse him out. And when my mom cursed my dad out. She was like Richard Pryor with titties. It was the funniest shit ever. She caught my dad. What was some of the curses she caught my dad? No, man, we ain't gonna go off in the. Oh yeah, you no, 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 talk about your Come mom. Come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now black no. guys like it when you talk about their moms, right? Good. Is that a thing? Is that no, true? My, my mom talks about you. That's the difference. Like, my mother be listening to this. My mother call in on this podcast. <laughs> it's not even live. She's such a powerful black woman that she she will call in. 
in on a not live yes, podcast. Will. <laughs> um, so, uh, all right. So, and why did Eddie come to the house? Just because he's he Keenan's friend. Raw and, yeah, and he was they Keenan's were doing friend, raw. And he would come by and uh, pick Keenan up because Keenan would come home and he would stay at our house <laughs> and uh, he would, he would come pick him up. They go to the club and hang out and then. So this is when this is before. Keenan moved to LA, or this no? This is, is after. This is after Keenan. So this is LA. he's doing movies, and he would still when he came back to New York, he would stay with you guys. Well, he wasn't, well, he wasn't quite doing, doing movies. movies. Yet. He, he was movie. He was writing with right. with Eddie. They were, they were working, on, I think, on Raw at the time, which was called Pieces of My Mind because it was going to be like a sketch movie, right? With some stand up in it. But then that kind of changed, and then so it was during that time he was like a producer at Eddie Murphy's uh, company, which was what Eddie it? Murphy Productions. Eddie Murphy Productions. That's a great name. And they had a, <laughs> that was the name of mine. Genius, a really good one. And they a, a, a brownstone in on Manhattan, eighty something street, sixty something. Okay, sixty something street, and th- that's what they used to write out of. And so, um, my brother was uh, producing raw at the time. So Eddie would come by, and when Eddie came to our house, the audacity of me and this fucking guy to try and snap on him. We was trying to snap jokes, the crack jokes on Eddie Murphy because he had these cowskin pants on. And yeah, Eddie used to wear a lot of stuff like that. But yeah. me and Sean was going after his cowskin pants and we didn't realize the pants he had on cost more than everything we had in it our cost apartment. more than our father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. And Ooh. then uh, when when did you feel like Keenan had made it? When I'm going to get your circuit game out? You know, the first day I felt famous was the day that Eddie Murphy came to our house. And my whole project, like the project shut the down. Whole project, like they were lined up. Have you ever seen a roach motel? Like how the roaches are lined up to get in there? <laughs> you shit? seen the movie The Birds? That's what my project was. When they were trying yeah. to escape at the end. <laughs> yeah, but it was with project people. Oh, it was like you had to step over people them. People in trees. And yes, Eddie had to, he had to not make noise when he went to the limo. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the car off and just kind of leave out in the, in neutral. <laughs> so that they didn't get I that scene. That's hilarious. Yes. Uh, and and it really it was it was like a holiday. It and was, how long did he stay for? Man, like hours. Oh, did he really? Did, yeah. did anybody cook or anything, or was it just like a hang? hang uh, no, he just hung out. We laughed. We we you know it it, it, <laughs> he really it gave us amazing. autographs. Yeah, he was one of the greatest days like of our life. Where there were kids like hula hooping uh, you know, and that, stuff. That's that the, the first day I felt famous, and uh, and because when we walked into the car, everybody in our project was there, and we was like no autographs, no autographs, no. Autographs. Oh yeah, he yeah. he he gave us so much more swag than we already had. Like, you know, we was already cool, kind of. We was getting cool because Keenan and Damon was right. starting to make Swag. in Hollywood. But then when, when Murph came by, it was just like a whole different kind of respect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it didn't make us any richer. We were still broke. We had roaches in our cereal. Right. You were still in the project. Just like but, anybody else. No, but, but remember how people. important famous people were when you were a kid? It's like it was like the biggest also, thing in the world. Again, you have to contextualize. How famous Eddie Murphy was. The there were no rappers. The yeah. There yeah. were no famous rappers. He was the biggest and star. And everybody, in the and Bill world. Cosby was 55. Right. And you think about so it. Was this, was right before, this was before, like, Bill Cosby's eyes started leaking. Let's go, <laughs> let's go before, let's go before. But aside from fame, he was the funniest motherfucker. Oh, sure. that's the other thing. 
ever. This is Beverly Hills yeah. Cop Funniest one. Funniest motherfucker. Yeah. Beverly Hills Cop one. He this was, is after 48 hours in trading There was places. no one funnier than fucking yeah. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. That's a, he, he, I mean. That's a great image of just like a, projects in Manhattan and all of a sudden the most famous person in the world it's comes like to visit to these kids. You're the biggest pimp in the entire so this, building. So this day, I don't, let, I don't let nobody fuck with Eddie. Like, no, oh, no, but tell me. Ask him. I, I literally I will around. defend that motherfucker. Yeah, I don't fuck around. Eddie's, and everybody's like, like oh, Eddie's old. And you get Eddie's silent. Over. Eddie, Eddie's a brilliant dude. And here's the thing about Eddie. Eddie's funny when he wants to be. No kidding. And if you ever sat down and talked to him, he'll crack like an hour's worth of material. Of course. Just in conversation, he's just going, you're fucking hilarious. Now, we have writers on our show like would try to write Eddie Murphy jokes and be like what yeah be like fuck the fuck are you hey, talking about y'all change this shit this ain't fucking going on now yeah that's the thing Eddie like, Murphy you may not, is <laughs> yeah, you, you might be you a hater you may not know yeah you may not know he's funny yeah, but, but I've I seen do. him and yeah, he's fucking my funny house. fuck yeah. y'all whenever um, he wants to be he can be alright so then in Living that. Color and Living Color happens and then uh, I'm gonna get you sucker happens first oh right okay so but, we come out there I stay with Keenan um, in the summertime uh, what's the age difference between you two I'm a year and a half older uh, he's a year and a half right. older than me, but his driver license said he was four and a half years older than me. Why? And he was acting like it. Because I wanted to drive early. Because he was smart, and he knew that in order to get pussy, he had to lie about his age. Because Charlotte actually looked older. He had a chest. And I look like <laughs> Marlon looked like seven years younger. Cause you still look. He, he didn't. You still a, look as like uh, when I you see twenty years. No, old, I look like really. When yeah. I was eighteen, I look fucking twelve. Like yeah. Like for real, it was. I remember hard for me, and this fucking guy, his license said he was four and a half years older than he really was, and he was getting laid. How did you get a license? You just had a. I was back in the day, man. You could just wink at somebody. No, they done fucked around and um, And made things. Someone made a mistake, and I took advantage of it. Who? One of the health departments, uh, when you get your shot, your polio shots and r- yeah, sure. rubella. This is and back, all that in shit. Yeah. Yeah. back in the twenties. Back in the rubella, you got the rubella virus. No, I, I, you got your bubonic plague so vaccines. The, the, the diphtheria, yeah. Yeah. Diphtheria. Yeah. Or the German measles, the yeah. regular measles. So all Chicken of that pops. shit. You came. So you came out here. I came out to uh, L.A. during that summer to stay with Keenan. This is eighty nine, eighty seven. Okay. 87 I came to stay with him For the summertime um, And uh, While he was shooting I'm gonna get you sucker And uh, I was supposed to come out But I was I forgot what the fuck I was doing. I was too young or whatever No you did I was come, to come You out, came out later in the summer I was supposed to come out And do Chris Rock's role In uh, The Rip Man I was yeah, really? Yeah, but I came out a little bit too late. I came out like a week later. And that's, that's how when you don't, wait, you're, when you're that you? age, you're like, ah, I'll do something yeah. else. And yeah. you're like, no, I have no like, idea. A lot of people don't get movies offered yeah. to them. <laughs> no, he was very confident. I'll do yeah. Batman. Yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> how, wait, how old were you? He was freaking kid. 12. No, so you the man was supposed to be a kid? I was 13. You're 12 years old. You was 14 You lied about your age so much, you fucking really thought you were 17. But I didn't lie to you. I'm telling you that we was a little bit older. He would never lie to you. Sean... Let I me tell you. I'm a, here's why I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I was, fuck the math. Fuck the, fuck the, the logistics. Right. Fuck the math. Here's why. When I came out there, I said, "Marlon, I'm going out to L.A. and I'm gonna do stand up before I come back home to finish high school." You was 15. I was not. I, I started stand up at 17 years old. So that you don't lie about your age so much, dude. Nigga, I'm how old are before you? Before you say anything, prepare so, to shut like the I fuck said, up. I started at 17 years old. So. That, that's what Just read my book Out in LA And I had to come back And finish a half a year High school Because I had gotten Left back That half a year right, so what then year Why how come Guys because I feel I like We can get past stupid. this What, what year was I'm You were stupid, stupid I was stupid I was running with the wrong c- 
crowd. I was. Um, you talk about the guys that used to uh, cross the train tracks with? Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. You talk about the ones that you used to steal cars with? Yeah, that one. Well, I didn't Did steal, you car. steal cars. I didn't steal cars. Oh, car, is, it, I was a is the crowd that you would hold the guy's gun when he didn't want to be found with it? Well, not like that. Yeah. I, he, I held his gun because I was just holding the gun. Nah, okay. I wasn't that like, crowd shooting it. Okay. Yeah. That, cool. that, okay. What high school did you guys go to? Humanities. I, I went to performing arts. Well, I, I took I took a look right at to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't talk about the right crowd. You know, my yeah. father didn't want me to go to performing arts because he's Joe Witness and he was kind of a hom- homophobe and he thought that everybody in performing arts, arts high school was gay. He has a good point. And yeah. he does make he a look. Ninety six percent of them, probably ninety nine percent. Come on, I'm like, I can't be one of one percent, one of three percent. Sure, we're still not. He still watches Glee. Sure. And it's like, see this that shit I tried. To watch. <laughs> Glee is a good show. That shit is true. That shit is true. That shit is true. Now that's why you say that. You say Glee's a good show because uh, of that school you went to. That shit is true. That shit um, is true. All right, so so you came out here, and then I guess my I got all right. So you, you guys really came out in like later into a living color, right? No, I was I was already out here. I was in college. I, after I went back to New York, after I did my stand up, I finished high school, um, and I was doing stand up every night while I was there. Wait, John finished in high school. It was one of the hardest things in the world. It was hard. We had this fucking payphone that was across the street from my house, like diagonally. I could see him. He would go out, and I could see him calling California Collect. My brother Keenan had this hotline, like, yo, you have any problems, call me Collect. Sean would leave my house. When my mom got on his nerves, he would go to the payphone, and he'd be on the phone talking to Keenan for hours. Yeah. And you know, he'd come back upstairs. He'd leave crying and come back home with a different resolve, like, I got six more months. You would think he was doing a bid. He'd be in the back room doing push-ups and shit. <laughs> There'd be Rocky music. Rising up, back up my feet. Took my chance, took my chance. Marlon, get the fuck up off the top bunk, bitch. <laughs> We'd be on a roof, on a, ru- racing on the gravel like Rocky and Apollo. Just to get like a fucking social study. Just to get out of Just to get out of Just to not get a GED. It's me, Keenan. You're going to make it, okay? Well, as Keenan told him, I was going to drop out. If you drop out, I was gonna tell. Okay. I, I was gonna drop out, and I had my whole plan. Keenan is like the fucking spoiler, but he's the best gift that we've ever had. But so he he would every time I had a plan, he would talk me out of this shit with just plain straight up man knowledge. Now mind you, Sean had that kid plan. Like he didn't plan plan. It was just like so. Okay, so I I was gonna drop out of school. There was this place that you could go to in New York City, a school that you could go to, and they would pay you to um to to actually finish school. Right, they, you get actually they give you. That's I actually believe school should be like. They that get you anyway. a job. I be. believe you should get money to for good grades. If you get A's, you get. I had it all planned. I, I, I would have been making yeah. money right off the bat. Like if I, you have kids, yes, uh, yeah. Marlon, you got kids. Yeah, just do that for your kids. <laughs> no, I wish that, you could. Listen, their school is expensive. Well, thank enough. goodness you graduated Fuck from that. high school. So Keenan told me. He told me. You know what? He said, "That's how we." Well, what would have happened if you hadn't graduated from high school? You would have absolutely nothing. Nothing. You're, you guys are, are movie stars. You guys are fucking comedians and movie stars. It wouldn't have mattered. No, you know what the difference is, though. And I'm this, with that. This, I think that there's something dirtbaggy about not finishing high school. I mean, it makes you feel right. bad. You know what he said? This was very important, and this made the difference in really who I am today. As he said that, if uh, he's like, "You're right. School's bullshit. You don't need it for what you're doing. You're gonna be a comedian." 
comedian. I have all the faith in you. Sure, good, said, that's a very good Keenan. Sure, Ivan said, by the way. When am I ever going to use algebra? <laughs> he said, you're right. All that stuff is bullshit. But here's the reason why you go better. to school. This is your brother has a voice box, which a lot of people don't realize. <laughs> <laughs> He's confined to a wheelchair. <laughs> he, he, he this sound, is Keenan He sounds like the guy from South Park. I'm your big brother. My name is Cleveland. I really mm-hmm. So he goes, here's the reason why you need to finish school. Because if you don't finish school, you'll never finish anything in life. That you're you going to miss me? A quitter. I'm the most successful, right. retarded I mean, <laughs> That's the way. I, For I, being learning disabled, I right. certainly did a good job. Too. Wait, Look, is this I made it and I can't producing talk. Is this Keenan? No, no, this is Corky from Life Goes On. <laughs> so that's the way he talked. So anyway, he said that if you don't finish school, you'll go throughout life not finishing shit. And I agree with I mean, that. Yeah, I'm, like a ton I'm of glad breaks. that you finished. And that's I was like, point. you know what? Now I'm fucking fanatic. When did you start DJ on a living color? Right after that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, well, I moved to LA. I was and, there for two years, and, and he was the executive. Right. He was the executive assistant at a living color. On a living color, I was a PA. Right, a, the executive PA on a pilot. Parking in the producer's fucking spot. <laughs> Sean was like Keenan's little brother, and he couldn't understand that. Like, like people he, with you're producer, not yeah. yeah. He was like, "Yo, fuck that." That's my brother. Let the producer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm parking next to Keenan. Let those motherfuckers park down there. That, all I seen was, I was on the B level. No, 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 deeper than that. All I seen was here was Keenan's car, and here was Damon's car. I didn't even read the sign. There was an empty space in between. I was like, Yeah, it's your brother's yeah, car. My brother's car. I didn't know it was the fucking co execs. That's my call. That's your brother's. I didn't know it was I'm fucking in and Wait. you're fucking out. So before everybody blew up, who was the funniest when? My mother's always been always the funniest. Been the funniest. Mom. Yeah. yeah, I love that. that that's what yeah. you want the answer to be, right? yeah. that it trickled down through the whole family. Actually, my mother, Yeah, I'd say my dead brother, because he was funny. I was going to guess that. He was yeah. just crazy. Well, you know, Crazy people. He was a real contender. Yeah. He was just crazy. <laughs> he was funny when he was trying not to be funny. And the minute he How tried he to die? be funny. Oh, oh just like One of the funniest him. ways you can possibly AIDS. AIDS? <laughs> AIDS? Did he die of AIDS? Terrible. Yeah, AIDS he, is he the did, funniest he thing. Did, he did dive in. <laughs> <laughs> what if they were making this brother up? No, that is a funny. I mean, if you can, yeah, it is a, it's literally the funniest. I know that's a funny. That's not like the that. funniest way you can no, die. Uh, no, it's, it's not. In terms, there are much it's, funnier it's so ways. It's so fucking gruesome that it is the funniest. Exactly. Way it's pretty fucked up. It's, it's the, it's the saddest thing that can happen because they but, had this tube in his throat. They had this tube in his throat. You could eat banana truck. You could be eating pussy and choke on pussy hair. That's much funnier than AIDS. Do you think AIDS is beats it? No, no, no. AIDS is great because it's short. It is not short. What the hell are you talking about? Next question. No suffering. It's it's short but long. Short. Like when you're dying in that last two weeks, it seems like fucking two and a half thousand years. Neil, being set on fire is nice because it's painless. No, no, no. One syllable. I'm saying, oh, just how did he die? AIDS. Oh, that is nice. You're right. That has a nice lilt to it. AIDS. Yeah. Okay, you're right. It is funny. Yeah, um, and uh, all right. So then you could. All right. So then, then when were you? What were you doing? I was in college. Where, Where did you go, go to college? college? I went to mm-hmm. Howard University. I oh, went did there. Really? I went yeah, because I thought I wanted to be around my people, and then I realized That's where that I went to school. Them niggas hated me. <laughs> 
I went to Howard University, and I was in Living Color's little brother, and yeah. the professors would be given a, a class, and they'd be going, see, what we're going to do in this class, we're going to talk about dignity, unlike that show with Living Color, which is a menstrual show. And you'd be sitting And he'd there? be looking dead at me. And then after class, he would give me a script and go, hey, man, get this over to your brothers, uh, man. I really think I that this could change that. Hollywood. That's hilarious. <laughs> and it was like a horrible self-serious. They hated yeah. me. Uh, how long you last? I did two years. It was like a bit. I know. I was up in I was up in HQ like two years. Uh, <laughs> What's well, a different world? Up in my commissary. 93, 94? 90, 90, 90 through 92. This is it. Anthony Anderson has been on the show before yeah. he went to Hollywood. Anthony was there when I was there. Puffy. I don't know if you Puffy know. Puffy was there when I was there. Puffy's never been on the show. Yeah. Puffy's. Puffy's yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All right. We so get, then you come out. There. Yeah. And then I left. I, what happened was I kept auditioning for roles, and I would get them. And then I was I was just like this Hollywood kid. Like you, in, I'm going back big to roles. Yeah, I got he a role. All, he got Robert. I got a role Batman. in Juice. I got a role in another movie, Fallen Sons. I got. Then like, gonna, you got a pilot got like for Eddie Murphy production. I pilot. The and I was just like you know just what? On some just straight up going he, in. I would go in audition. I was killing auditions. Like my r- success rate in auditions was like 99. percent And I would turn them down to go back to school because I felt like that's not the role for. Me. And then I got the opportunity to audition for more. What roles did you turn down? Oh, I forget. You turned everything down. Did, you do, did you turn down Juice? I turned down everything. Like Juice. Why were you going in on audition? Dude, knows what's up. Because he just liked because to get people excited. And then I went to perform arts high school. And go, ah, just to pump yourself up. No, I went to perform arts high school, Whitey. and I thought that I thought it was something I wanted to do. And I was just like, you know what? At the end of the day, it's not worth me leaving school and leaving my education for. So I went back down to Howard University. He just wanted that story, you know. Like, and then what happened was I, that I got is why I am better than everyone in the world. Exactly. Sound effects <laughs> coming from this fucking crazy dude. The, I, after that, I fucking went to. Uh, I, I got the audition for Mo Money. Right. And my brother Damon said, I want Kadeem Hardison, but if you could come in and blow if my socks off. If you could be funny and then Kadeem. He said, if you could be funny and then Kadeem. Wayans. Yeah. If you <laughs> could be Because f- some of the best Wayans brothers impressions. You know what? We should. It's he a stretch. In and let me say while we're on the subject of the impressions, Sean, you're Chris Rock. On the VMAs? Yeah, I do Chris Rock. One of the best VMAs. You got to hear his man, Chappelle. And, and I can do Chappelle. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. You know what's funny is I, uh, I'm not, I, Chappelle impressions make me uncomfortable. Why is that? Because he you feel like he's here watching like that in real. Like I never hear. Well, Dave well, has a well, I, 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 well, Chappelle talks much slower in person yeah, exactly. when you talk to him. Does that yeah. make you feel Slow more Nick, comfortable? Stop dropping my name. Man, <laughs> that's a white guy. No, on stage he has this persona. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree, and I, I very. I, Sean does I some of the best impressions shape. of some of the most obscure people. I do obscure met. folks. It's crazy. He does my father like. <laughs> we took the plane today, right? And Bill Cosby was on a plane. And I was right. like, "Yo, Sean, let's go over and talk to Bill, man." And Sean said, <laughs> "He, hates he you. fucking hates you. <laughs> he hates you." He's like if he chastised Eddie Murphy, <laughs> all we did from what Eddie had done. In Raw was taken even further and crazy. South, he doesn't want to. Yeah. He don't. He don't want to meet you. Do senseless lie. Did you not say hello? The, the, the boy, the boy, had did a film titled Senseless. I, I don't want to talk to no one that doesn't have a brain. In the beginning of the title of his film, 
<laughs> um, we was going off hours there about how Bill Cosby didn't want to meet us. He doesn't want to meet you. Yeah, he, he hates does. everything we, me and him stand for. Wayne's brothers. I'm he almost get you sucker. Yeah, you, know that ACP you know that he picketing you know? against you don't Joe. Sell, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I'm all. You just don't do it. You make a good do point. you guys know for a fact that he doesn't like the Wayne's brothers? Or no, you just no I just based on Eddie. That if yeah no I agree with you. What if he, he surprised it, you and you walked up and been I, like I, I did the math like I figured that like you know I'll, if I'll he doesn't say for like, the record that I've never been a Bill Cosby fan. And, you, you know how you know listen you know how you listen I'm not defending I just I never liked the show I have to disagree. Well you know how you know that how like I know how like how evil Hitler was back in the day with Jewish people and how you know that. He would do the same. This is a thing bold statement black you're folk. making. No, I'm no, this is this is this is. I'm telling the truth. That how you know when you when you look at something and you go that motherfucker was a rotten evil bastard. And if we was around, he would have fucking we would have been the same thing. It would've, we would have had the same fucking problem. That yes. Bill Cosby is Hitler in this analysis. Bill Cosby is Bill the Hitler Cosby, of black comedy. If he hated Eddie, he's gonna fucking hate us. <laughs> have you ever talked to Eddie about that? No, I I actually have. I don't. I'm Here's not gonna, the thing. I, I will uh, say this. I, I'll tell you why I don't like Bill Cosby. Okay, and I'll tell you why I do. Okay, I find him smug, and I find him superior, and I literally every episode. I read an essay about him in college because I was like, why don't I like this show? It's so popular. And the essay was basically like every episode of the show was the kid would have a dream, and then Bill Cosby would insult them until they were done. He's a great performer, but as a writer, he never impressed me. Eddie also made a really good point about the difference between Pryor and uh, and Cosby, which is people are going to remember Richard Pryor, Live in Sunset Strip, all that shit forever. No one's going to remember Rudy Flushing her fish down the toilet. Okay. What, himself? Actually, no I, I, I listen. Uh, Carl, that's that's not true. Remember it wasn't until I started doing stand-up did, do I really appreciate Bill Cosby. Yeah. Bill Cosby as a stand-up is probably one of the most underrated comedians. He's not underrated. People love him. He yeah, is, people do love him. The dude is brilliant. And it's not because he could... What's beautiful about Cosby, he could sit there with the damn microphone on right. his lap. And then he starts animating. And you go... Oh shit! And he's animating within telling a story, and it builds to a fucking climax where he has a great punchline, and he's so animated and lovable on that stage, yet so centered by sitting there in a chair and telling his jokes. And what's brilliant about him, if you watch all of his specials, like the dude is fucking an amazing comedian, and he can still to this day do. Two and a half hours, yeah. and have people fucking cracking up at seventy something, close to eighty yeah. years old. And then the co- he was Cosby, just very smart about his comedy. And yes, he is superior, and yes, he does he is play. Pompous. He's, he's all not that. good for yeah. blue, but he made people. Fat Albert. I'm from the blue, and color, I love him. For so that. part of me was like, "Fuck Bill." Cosby. Did you like the sitcom? I love the sitcom. I love yeah, the sitcom's sitcom. great. Because he made the sitcom was too. everything himself, I wish I could be. Himself is I'm one of the not, most look, famous I'm specials. More, I'm more of a good times nigga, to tell you the truth. But I, I appreciate, I appreciate Listen, what he was trying, he, what he did. I know that he doesn't like us, but I still love him. All right, so then you come out and... So know. that's interesting so that you I, were because that was one of my questions was what would your lives be like if you were the if you didn't have Keenan and Damon? 
Um, make a good point. I'd probably still be doing this. You think right. so? We'd be because I was thinking like, what not, would not I? Because this the analogy is, what would my career be like with that date? I would I think, be as knowledgeable. I think I would be as successful, but I think I would be doing this. I'd be some struggling actor on Broadway somewhere, or some struggling fucking comedian yeah, artist. Prob- tying you would his, still be in high school. Tying his dick in a knot. I'd be. I'd still be in high school. <laughs> yeah, man, that would be a rough yeah. one. Doing stand up. Doing fucking air balloons, with, like animal balloons, with my dick somewhere. What? Watching Keenan do it and Damon do it and just being able to talk to them. Seeing them be so powerful. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's even different than you and Dave because it's like in your family, you're looking at the people that are directly. No, not only looking, but you're following the footprints. Like he literally, there's footprints, and you go, "You're wearing your clothes." That's what I'm curious about. I think most most people are curious about like, was it just expected? Was it just a thing that kind of happened in the family? I mean, how it's not intuitive to just everyone in the family because you guys are like the Kennedys. How, did, That's how, a lot of how was the decision made? We, none of us got shot in the face yet. One, no, of, you, yeah. one of y'all got AIDS, though. <laughs> yeah, one of us got AIDS. That, that was special. All right. that, we started AIDS. somewhere. We just, we just slapped we on AIDS, by the way. High five. No, but I'm serious. Like, what? I mean, did, was it just expected when Keenan started to blow up that you guys would fall in the foot? I mean, how did it? How it did, wasn't expected. We was watched infection. him. And, like, it's such a powerful thing, like, you know, to, to have that, to see somebody get out of... A house full of roaches in the project yeah. and do something bigger than just when we, a regular nine to five job like this. He dude. went on to do some courage. That was like the, I'm going to get the, you sucker and raw and Hollywood truffle yeah. are fucking good. Classic. Yeah, yeah. They're great. Like, they're re- that's the thing is that it's like they were making he was doing. But but the thing that I always say is like there was no fucking roadmap. For Robert no. and Keenan, no. all of, like and Eddie, those guys, like they were the pioneers. Pryor did horrible movies. They were the 49ers. Horrible movies. Like, Pryor did fucking horrible movies. Yeah, he, he was a great comic. Yes. Movies were terrible. He had a sitcom on. He had a show on for six episodes. Yes. Well, let me get, ask you guys a question I've asked on the podcast before. You guys are huge Eddie Murphy fans. Yeah. What do you think? I don't. Without even talking shit, like what do you think has happened to his movie choices in the last? 20 years here's the difference and uh, between the the movie choices of the last 20 years and now one back when eddie was just came out he was actually getting good movie parts with good directors mm. with good scripts good scripts so they don't develop they were, like he they had the reality. machine working for him he also wasn't doing comedies Apparently he would take dramas and, yeah, and be funny and in them. Yeah. yeah, he well, would take the dramatic. They're not classic. Well, they're not full they're not, comedy. No, they're not written. No, here's comedy. what Beverly Hills Cop is. No, no, no. Here's what Eddie would do. It was for it was for Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. But what, he, what he did was he would take and go. Here's here's the the dramatics of the movie. Now here's where I could be funny. Yes, and he right. was, he was Bugs yeah. Bunny. There's also the movies. Also the movies he made himself were so great. But to be honest, it didn't matter. It just like I said, he you know up to like let's see, coming to America, which he wrote. Fucking brilliant guys. Yeah. Um, what Blast else? Uh, Sheffield, yeah. uh, he, like I said, his material was better. If you right. put Eddie Look, Murphy, Norbit, he had some funny stuff he didn't know. If, if Eddie wants to be, I think Eddie. What happened with Eddie is this: it's very simple. It's John's right. It's the material, and two, it's the choice. Yeah. Right. And Eddie chooses to work and really ground it. And right. Eddie's always better when he grounds himself. Yeah. See, when he right now he's stuck in the streck and he's stuck stuck in the the, the, the donkey. Yeah. It's everything. And, and uh, at a point, it, he just needs to do that thing where it has him play his subtleties again. Right. And then he can go mm-hmm. a zero to one hundred and sixty and play every note in between. Yeah. yeah right. Eddie Murphy, nobody better when the he's like, most appropriate yeah. comedian ever. I watch Eddie going, wow, how appropriate in this moment. You mean his choices. He, he, he played, yeah, yeah. He, he played the beats. He deserves okay. an Oscar. 
Um, so he, he deserved deserve one for Nutty I, Professor. That's a, that's a I'm so mad me he did on not this show. Yeah. Yes, saying he does that to Moshe about Nutty yes. Professor. So we're now um, at, in what 1994 or something in Living we're Color. We're in 1990, yeah. and I just got my, more money, and um, and then uh, yeah, I went and did it, and uh, I, uh, and so Damon was like, I want Kadeem Hardison, but if you can beat him, beat then Kadeem passed, and then he said, <laughs> and then uh, 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 it was between me and Claude Brooks. And he was like, I don't know who that is. I don't either. You don't know Claude Brooks? No, I, and I ought to. He like. looks like my brother Damon. If someone took and beat him upside the head and made his ears he really, like, really, he looked like he's kind of fat. He yeah. looks like Damon right, with cerebral palsy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so you do that, and how many days did you do on that? Um, I did the whole movie. I did, Are I you in the? Is it? It's a two hander, basically. Two hander, buddy comedy. And so um, after that, I went back to college because my brother stopped paying for my college because I got a one point six. Keenan, uh, stop paying. You could yeah. do this for free. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know that I conversation I had about finishing stuff. Don't worry about how that. much money did you get for? <laughs> fuck what I told Sean. Drop out of school. <laughs> I, told I can't afford it. Drop said, out. Fuck you. You paying for your own classes? Uh, wait, so, Keenan. What about that conversation? It does not apply to you. It doesn't apply to you. <laughs> And so I had to pay for my own school, and then I got a three point six. And how much money did you make for for Mo Money? Fifty grand. I love first movies. Fifty grand. I paid for my school. You know how much Eddie made for forty eight hours? What ninety five grand? Wow, that's crazy. And he said it was the best summer of his life. Wow. Yeah, it was the fucking best. Yeah. Um, so, so Plus he was uh, making his money on the road back then. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like uh, ringbacks. So then the movie came out and did pretty good, right? Yeah, but I had left school, and uh, because um, I felt like now is my time. Once the movie came out, I got my three point six uh, in school. I went back. I got three point six. I like that you're using that as like I got my three point six. Yeah. No, but he was. Sitting I know the movie out, and I did have a good three point six. Yeah. No, I paid nine grand. Started, I was like, I'm not that. as dumb as as soon as, as soon as he started paying for his own school, he got a three C. <laughs> went up two <laughs> points. That's a, that, yeah. That's a, really speaks to what's it's happening. It's fucked up, yeah. man. <laughs> Makes sense. And then I left and moved to California. And after that, it, me and Sean, man, it's a lot. Like if you want to know, there's so much heartbreak. So we was on road. It's crazy to go, but that's because all people know are like it's the, so much heartbreak. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about. Was we can play the career highlight, career low high point, low point. So many low points. So yeah, we just take us through color. the low. All right, so go. we we I'm on in Living Color. Then I move out to California. Well, move I get to a California. apartment in the building that Sean's in the Ritz apartment. First, you stay with me. Do I, no, I, I immediately got an apartment. Oh no! First, you stayed with me. Did I? Yeah. Damn, I forgot that. Yeah, and then you got your apartment. Uh, and then, then we was like, like, get the fuck out. No, you got your own place. In a nice and way. Then we were neighbors. So and then he joins the cast of In Living Color. Yeah. Nobody and will write for us. They hate us because we're Keenan. Oh, because of nepotism? The feeling yeah, of nepotism? Just, you know, just you know, they really hate Keenan because Keenan worked the fuck and out. They of hate them. us more because was we're Kenan not as there? talented as Keenan and Dave. Yeah, Keenan was, yeah, yeah, was still running the show. Well, you, was also, your your sister lot, was on the show, too, right? There were a lot of mouths. So just everybody's always. Like, as much as you guys complain about writing, it's like, so I'm a writer, I can write for. Jim Carrey, Damon Wayans, uh, fucking Jamie David Fox. Alex Rear, Tommy Davidson, Jamie, Jamie Fox. Fox. Fuck you guys. Exactly. How about that? That's exactly and, and, what it and was. And that's where Don't Be a Menace came from. But, um, okay. Not even that, but that, what we used to that do was, was... That was our fuck you back. Me and Sean yeah. used to spend the what night. The fuck? My brother was like, if you guys want sketches, you got to write them. So the reality was I, I we started writing sketches and we would stay at Let Me Color till... Five, six in the morning. So you start seeing writing. Snuff and Rome, the Def Jam Def comedy, comedy sketch. That was actually the first was sketch great. we wrote. Was the that was the, the, the audience? Yeah, that was yeah, the first sketch we wrote. That's a hilarious sketch. 
Well, who were you guys the most? Actually, in- Snuff and Rome was the first one we wrote. Def Jam was the second one we wrote. Uh, Mr. Ugly Man Shabba was the third one uh, that we wrote. Who were you the most in awe of on the cast besides somebody you were related to? Who who blew you away the most? Jennifer Jim. Lopez. <laughs> besides Jim, her ass. Jim Kelly and Damon and Kim David. Too. Fucking Alan Greer. David yeah. was hilarious. Yeah, David's a funny Jamie dude. was really David, funny David, too, yeah. but it just Jamie was Jamie was new. David so. was like right. wa- David and Jim was like watching TV. You just go up there and you throw a topic God, out, and they would just, just they would so... just perform. Me and Sean was kids, kind of sitting there watching those guys yeah. just perform and create and just. Yeah, David Alan Greer has like a thousand moves. He's so right. like, wait, what? Sick. He's so like, good. You can, just, you can do that, right? So like he has good. a lot of shit he can. Watching do. him and Damon. One up each other in their um, men on films. men on films. Like what people didn't right. see was the the, they had the a competition thing, between them. between right. the two. They was always surprising each other. Yes. Right. you know, little hats and fans. Yeah, little shit. Or they didn't know what each other would it look was like. like. Gay <laughs> <surprises>. <laughs> yes, that's, that's funny. They would go back to your old neighborhood and, little and grab lines, a hat. and you know, it was fun just watching those guys. It was like school for us. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And then from there that we finished. Keenan. So you started getting a couple things on. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Keenan left. Right. And you guys stayed? Or you... I came on the Titanic as it was sinking. Right. Keenan left. The year I came on, we finally started getting sketches, and Keenan goes, mm, I'm not doing this no more. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they ruined yeah, the show. That's his wheelchair. I'm going to write a book about the cosmos. <laughs> they ruined the show. They strip binded the show. And so, and sold it in syndication. And so, you know, we all cried. And then we all left the show. It's an episode of A Living Color. If you anybody out there watching or listening to, to the podcast. It's a Christmas um, episode. It's a Christmas episode. And Jamie at, the Fox end of the, is singing. at the end of the show, you'll see me. Wait, Jamie Foxx is singing This Christmas. Yeah, This Christmas by uh, Donny Hathaway by the piano. And me, Kim, uh, Jim, and David. And me. And Kelly. I don't know if Jim was, but me, David, Kim, Kelly, and Marlon are all wearing shades. And we're not smiling. We're not moving. We ain't doing nothing. We just in a protest. That's intense. Like, fuck you. I don't know who the fuck we were saying. Fuck you, Whitey. Which right. is what, not what, white people, but the white man. But wasn't uh, we were saying yeah, no, we were okay with that. Yeah, we're yeah. okay with that. But yeah. no, then we realized yeah, he don't give a fuck, fuck about us. I don't. Yeah. I don't know the the history of <laughs> I'm, fucking. I'm sure right you do, Neil. Me. But we, I think for the listener, I don't know the history. What 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 was it that happened? What happened was they basically started a cable network FX. using episodes of In Living Color before In Living Color and hit, not only that, hit syndication. Not only they that, were they were every time, if they had syndicated In Living Color on the syndication market, they were fucking. It would have gotten one point five. It would have gotten nine hundred thousand dollars an episode, but Fox sold Sold it to FX for like one hundred fifty grand. They sold it back to themselves. And And so so Keenan left in protest. You're literally taking hundreds of thousands of dollars out of my pocket. Uh, and lining yourselves with and and he was like and they were like no this is what we're gonna do so he was like all right fucking I'll leave so he walked he left in protest yeah he yes left. Mm-hmm. but not only that but they would every time a show was canceled on Fox they would start showing a limited color yeah to take his place so it became like it's, it basically remember what they did to um, ABC did with Millionaire yep that's what was happening to Living Color yeah. Keenan was just like you know what I'm not dealing with this and so he left and we all left too and every know, Wayans left every Wayans, Wayans left. left wow and they were offering money that you that, know. That 
that, that make made you go, you go maybe I shouldn't be a Wayne. Now, make you go, fuck my brother. Fuck my family. Damon did a couple episodes, right? No. No. And they offered Damon, I think it was like 75000 or 150000 a sketch. Guess what happened? Damon had went back during that time before Keenan had left. So Damon had already left the show. Right. Right. During that time. And then they paid him to come back um, to do a couple of episodes while Keenan was still on. Once Keenan left, Damon left. Got we it. So left. you all left in solidarity? Yes. Yeah. Well, you guys left. are a good family, huh? We're, yeah. we're a family. You guys are tight. That's so crazy. You're, you're an think actual about, family. Think yeah. about how tempted you would be to rip your your family to shreds. I, 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 here's like, the thing. Yeah. Here's, the, here's the, the crazy part is when we left in Living Color, this is how much we love each other. When we left in, in Living Color, I had $900 in the bank and my rent was 1000 uh. <laughs> But I took care of him for and you a had couple been, months with, um, with you your know, GED. With his road money. money. Well, I and then I got above the rim, and so I started paying his rent. Right, and so oh, all right. So the all right. So you guys, you knew T- Tupac got an assault beef in the Living Color parking lot. Uh, Remember yeah, he beat that was, yeah. that was one of the things. And yeah. then when we you was guys doing above knew the rim, Tupac, right? Knew we Tupac. met him. Yes, I knew Tupac. No, well. no, you knew him. Though. I did above the rim with him. He got arrested two times during that. What's movie. your and what's your take on Tupac? I used to call Pac. Um, Pac is a leader that follow. Pac wasn't a gangster. Pac was just a really good actor. Right. He wasn't a gangster. You don't have no. Yo, gangsters, take the doors off. No gangsters have eyelashes like that. <laughs> I've never met a gangster with such. This nigga's hands was so soft. I called him a Palmolive thug. I was like, you could do Palmolive commercials with your fucking soft hands. That's like, hilarious. You're not thug. That's a hilarious idea that he walks in. They're like, oh, this Pac was so funny. And then they look closer, and his eyes are like, oh, this fool is moist. No, yeah, no, his his eyelashes. <laughs> You can't be. Girls, eyelash. yeah. Yeah, like, eyelashes like snuffleupagus. It was just like, That's dude, hilarious. not hardcore, dude. Uh, uh, I, and he's bipolar. We can agree on that. No, he was by high. He, he was high polar. The uh-huh. fucker smoked so much weed. He had like fifteen different personalities. Yeah, but it hilarious. is true. I mean, it's a, the point is like if you start, if you act like a thug long enough, you will become a thug. You if you are inflammatory, you'll get killed. I mean, it, like Sometimes eventually something horrible will the, happen. The scaredest person in the room 100%. is the hardest, hard, most hardcore thug because they're trying to do anything to impress you. Yeah, right. and that's what Pac was. Pac was yo the nigga. Look at I'm gonna walk over and punch him in his face, and he go over and punch the dude in his face, right? Not knowing that, and he was trying to impress like everybody, kind of the world, right? yeah. yeah, man. And but what was cool when he was with me, and if you watch our brother room interviews, we could just laugh. Me, him, and Omar right. hung out a lot. Um, he would just laugh. There was no thug. He was just a silly performing arts high school Maybe kid. He, like nigga, put on some tights and let's tell some tell jokes him about how he got so high. Oh, uh, uh, one time we was doing above the rim. Pac was in his dress room. First of all, when he was in his dress room. Man was a very hard worker. Wait, we, Pac would when we left the set, he would go to the studio and do songs and smoke weed all day, and right. then he would go to the studio sexually songs. assault women, <laughs> sexually assault women, do songs, right shoot that. at cops, and then right. he got he shot, yeah, that's shot my nigga. Cops. He's awesome. And so he would um, he he would leave, leave the set, get high as fuck, and then he would like he he would let us listen to the song he did. He had like right. four songs that he would let me hear, like out on bail. Um, Thug life would never fail. Uh, running from the police. That's right. Unreleased songs right. that y'all probably hear now, but right. um, that you think he's doing from heaven, but they, he <laughs> actually did it before. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, he would uh, 
go to this trail and he would get high. And my, I, was, I was right next door, so I would get a fucking contact high because it was so much yeah. fucking weed. So then he Smoke came to the set one day. day. He came to the set one day and he goes, yo, I'm not I'm not getting in this fucking Range Rover unless you take the doors off. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? He goes, ain't no fucking real niggas don't get on the Range Rovers with the doors off. Nigga, in case niggas fuck? is shooting, we got to get the fuck out and stop raising up on niggas. And the director's like, what do you mean? I'm not coming out my trailer <laughs> till the doors is off the fucking Range Rover. <laughs> what is he even talking about? Even about a, a, a Range Rover that's in the movie? I, this, I was so high from a contact high, I was like, you're right. They should take the doors off. <laughs> Why they ever fucking put doors on a Range Rover in the first place? The only, You know where they take them off? African safaris. That's the only place what that they the take them off. What the hell was he talking about? It was high. Well, he yeah. smoked some safari. Damn, and it's that Brooklyn dirt weed. That, that shit that you smoke underneath the project fucking doorways and shit. Uh, all right, so... So then so, you do, you sort of like muddle. Th- all right, so you so while we're doing that, after you do above the rim, you're muddling no, through. I'm doing, doing above the rim. Above the all right, we we, we collected a bunch concept. of jokes for for above for don't be a menace. We came up with the concept to do don't be a menace. Right, got we it. We started actually outlining it, and um, then he got above the rim. And so I went to do above the rim, and he wrote the first draft of don't be a menace. Oh, cool. And so. And I read the first draft, Don't Be a Menace. I mean, it was fucking crazy. That shit was so The water ski, and he had a scene in there where the guy gets shot, and there's so much blood in the house that (laughs) the house fills up with blood, (laughs) and there's a shark in there, and somebody's jet skiing (laughs) on the blood. (laughs) (laughs) And so we start doing rewrites when I get back. And Keenan makes us do like 30 drafts. 37 right? drafts? Which seems just like some older brothership, but is actually No, it smart. was perfect. Yeah. I mean, he, he knows what he's he doing. That's why, us, and, you know, we trusted him. It just was really difficult. Yeah. And to, nobody, to nobody understands. Like, when you go through this process, it's just like it really concretes what the journey of a writer is. Right. You're not a writer until you can fucking rewrite. Like, yeah. here, here's the kicker. So we rewrite it. We do all that. We send it out. Everyone's scared of the movie. No one wants to do it. They think it's hilarious, but they go. It's offensive it's or what? Offensive. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's offensive. Like, I'm, I'm scared to I'm do black. it. I'm black. How the fuck are you going to tell me? Yeah. What's aff- I hate when they do that. Yeah. Right. But anyway, yeah. so we had to deal with a lot of that shit. Finally, my manager finds a studio that wants to do it Island Pictures. Island Pictures. Right. Actually, it's a guy, Island Pictures. Mark Berg. Mark Berg. Yep. And, and uh, no. Mark Berg Blackwell. And Chris, Chris Blackwell. Blackwell. Yeah. Chris Blackwell was Bob Marley's manager. Yeah. Shitload of Chris, money. Chris, but he has a this, lot of money. Chris I love Blackwell. him. Because he was the guy. He, we sat he in a room. owns Jamaica. We sat in a room and he said, We're going to do it. Great. So we do it. And the director fucks the movie up. And you couldn't tell from the dailies. I could tell. Uh, you can tell. I, ro- I wrote it, and I never scene. shot a movie in my <laughs> That's life. That's a bad feeling, isn't it? Yes. That's what me and Dave went through on Half Baked, where we were like, we literally walk onto the set, yes. and I go, I didn't think it was going to look like this. Yes. You this is not it. what goes, I, I didn't think it was going to look imagined. like this at all. So for yes. the listeners, what the dailies are. Yes. Is, uh, at, at the, loves dailies. Oh, they do? I don't. Yeah. Th- I think you're vastly overestimating. I, it's the, it's the, the footage from the day that you shot that you filmmakers look yeah. at to see if your movie yeah. is fucking actually on the screen. We had this one scene. Listen, we had this one scene. I'll explain to you how fucked up it was. Who was the director? I can't really. Yeah, fine. I mean, the director is the director. He wound up winning an Emmy later on in life. He really? actually great dramatic director. Stay the fuck away from comedy. comedy. Yeah. Stay the fuck away from comedy. So he, there's this one scene where um, the kids are on dashiki's hair and they're swinging around like an amusement park. 
Okay. Right. And so she's just supposed to be in the middle, and this will be holding on to her hair. You reveal, like, you pull out, t- and it's right. a fucking. You ride. see what yeah. this is. Yeah. The yeah. Right in the weave, the weaver, the weaver ball, whatever the right. fuck it is. Like the teacups. Yeah. The director had this weave bitch cup. over in the corner doing this, just screaming and going. <laughs> <laughs> And me and Sean was like... The director was laughing like that? No. He was cracking up because the girls are going... Nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. And we're like, this is how that's he not shot the it. fucking joke. The joke is she's spinning round and round, not right. going... Nyeh, 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 nyeh. And Sean <laughs> went to the bat phone and was like, yo, Keenan... <laughs> This nigga found a payphone, you know. <laughs> it's always Sean by a payphone with Keenan. Yeah, getting on the bat. Yeah. Hello, he goes, he he goes call from Sean. He goes yeah. in tears. I would always yeah. call him. And I'd be, he'd, he'd be like, "What's going on?" I'd be like, "Yo, Keen, this shit ain't funny, man. What's wrong? Yo, this ain't how I wrote it. You know, you remember the scene where the girl's supposed to, he was supposed to be uh, the the ride for the kids. You go, yeah. Well, how's he shooting it? <laughs> Well, the, the kids ain't holding on to her hair. Where the fuck are the kids? I don't know. What's the girl doing? She's in the corner scoring. <laughs> like, okay, I'll be right there. I'm on my way down. <laughs> so the director finishes the movie, and he does his cut, and they they test the movie. The movie scores like 25 Oof. points. Yeah, twenty-five out of, Me out of hundred. Huh? We're so depressed. Sean's crying. <laughs> yeah, I am. Been there. Been I, there. I fucking wrote so we much. I put so much into this fucking It's the movie. first cut that always makes me want to cry. Where yeah. you literally like, I the first time I saw him, I literally almost. I was in tears and I called Chappelle Mike and he's like, What's the matter? I'm like, It's not good, man. <laughs> and man, then man I'm, you fucking up my cry. I'm crying too. Yeah. Get off the uh, phone. So, 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 so did Keenan endorse the, the, the cut that was going to get a 25 or that you had no, to give the director his we cut? We had to give him his cut. All right. So Keenan goes, mm, Don't worry about it. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. But here's what you got to do you guys are going to have to do some rewrites. Uh, 38. Fucking, we and had to that's rewrite when we went to hell. I've got a big problem. We, we, wrote, we wrote a whole new movie in two weeks. Yeah. How many how many reshoot days did you get? We had we two had weeks. T- we had 10 days. Of how reshoots. much of the original script made it to the final cut? 25%. Yeah, wow. 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 Every, the one crazy. that you handed this bad director. Yeah. <laughs> and we had that's Now, what made Shit. everything that the grandma's uh, breakdancing, uh, Loke Dog's interview, uh, do we have a problem? Like, all the kid getting, uh, the guy getting jumped in. Yeah. Uh, all, all the classics. The, the Loke girl, Dog getting his dick sucked at uh-huh. the end by the crackhead. Oh, that's the best joke. Pass that's that shit when jokes. the dude yeah. smokes the weed and it's, he dies and go pass that that's shit. That's all second draft. The dude getting stomped that's into crazy. the ground. We did that's all so that crazy. in we You're did the movie in the 10 days, in a way. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and ever, it was still going to be a classic, right. great movie, but this made us elevate it. We took it to another level. We, right. It really, that's when we said we can do anything. Like, right. and I wasn't there, funny for four years after that because I didn't give everything I ever had in my soul completely right. to that movie. But that movie made $12 million in a snowstorm. Uh, in January of 1992, was it? Yeah, 94. 94. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it was the hardest, one of the hardest things we ever did, but honestly, it just for prepared chicks. us for, 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 for white greater chicks. White Chicks Brutal? White Chicks was... What? Was, oh, yeah. How much that makeup? That was surprised. We're not alive right now. You're Think talking to our spirits. Spirit. <laughs> we died in Canada, what, dude. Why? Because of because of the prosthetics or because it of everything? It was seven hours of makeup. That sounds Every horrible. Day. Every, Every day. day. And we did pushed you guys. Off. When did you guys realize... 
We're, all right, it's great. We're going to do this. And everyone's going, you know, it's going to be a lot of makeup. And you guys are like, no, fuck that. Yeah, it's all good. Makeup. We, we, that wasn't really only the hard part. The hard part was we waved our turnaround time. So we stuck. So we were producing, producing the movie. Now people know. And you get a 12-hour turnaround. And instead, we pushed our 12-hour turnaround as stars because we, Here's the turnaround we as producers, we need to make a budget. Let me explain. The turnaround thing is, is legally they can't work you past. You're supposed to get 12 hours off yeah. at least. So you can get some rest. Every night. Some rest as an actor. We but, waive that. Right. So <laughs> so what happened was we, we put makeup on seven hours and then we worked 14 hours, which leaves three hours to, to sleep. sleep. For and you're fucked days. up. You're not. It's not like good sleep because no. you're just thinking and about the three movie hours of sleep and for sixty five days. We were shooting a movie that was supposed. Where to were be you in like the, Charlotte the or Ham- something? No, it's supposed to be Hampton in the summer. We're shooting in the dead winter of in Vancouver, Canada, <laughs> where black men playing white girls in skirts. Right. That, that scene, horrible. I, we, we had to lose, but, but I had to lose lost, thirty pounds. I lost fucking twenty five. Where? How? Eight. From AIDS. AIDS. One word. AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> that the, the, hilarious disease. The funniest, was, funniest disease in the business, fucking guys. brother kissed me in the mouth before he passed. I think, <laughs> I, I think it was 30, like, below the day that I was chasing the guy who stole my purse. Yeah. I was barefoot. Fuck that. Remember the beach scene when he has it in bikinis and shit? And it was, dude. Y'all don't understand. Anybody says, like, I can do anything, dude. Like, right. I can literally fly if I had fucking wings. Like, even if I didn't. After the experiences that we've been through, it just doesn't. And the, all right, so, any, qu- quickly talk about the Wayans Brothers, the Wayans Brothers show. We talk. hated. Which part you want to talk We about? hated the Wayans Brothers show the first two seasons. Why? To the point where we felt like. We didn't deserve we the money s- we were making. We, we, Why? We on some of the episodes, when they were really bad, we would go, we I'm just spend the entire check. All of the money. I'm spending the <laughs> so whole... So you don't feel we guilty didn't even 60 grand. I'm spending it all. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to Because we hated that. We hated You know it. why? Because... Who was in charge of it? That's why we hated it. We, right. We had these Can't executive producers yeah. that... You know, it's like shit. We created the show. We knew what we wanted to do. We had our voices down. We wasn't really that experienced, but right. we knew what the fuck we wanted to do, and we needed to find someone who's going to be a partner and right. help us shape what we was trying to do, and not have us do what the fuck they wanted us to do. And that was the battle. And luckily, we had the support of the studio. Uh, Les Moonves was really a big fan, and uh, what's his uh, dude's name? Who's at MTV now? David John Laurie. They John really Laurie. supported our vision. And anybody Garth that and came C- in Garth that didn't do what the fuck we asked them to do, Jamie Kellner were good. They would, they would fire them. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool. So they they that's they, rare. Because at the end of the day, we was doing like like for real. Like the first couple episodes, look, we were terrible. Like. At acting wise, I was I was a cartoon. What about you? You missed your auditions. What the fuck were you talking yeah, about? You was trying to I was so material. desperate trying to make people laugh that I didn't even care about playing the scene. I was just like, I'll suck my own dick. <laughs> If we could get away with that <laughs> to get a laugh, every single like, scene he's sucking real. his I'm own dick. Watch the first episode. <laughs> Watch the whole first fucking season. Yeah, I think I actually saw. It remind, I think you guys said in an interview. I think it was one of you guys said the difference between TV acting and movie acting. Uh, it's like if you're in a movie close up, you don't have to do that much. No. Whereas if you're in a Less wide, 
but but you're sort of contradicting that, which is even in a fucking multi-camera sitcom, you were still clucking your we wings. Trying to what you're saying bad, in a bad way. We trying I to sell bad dancing. material. And I was if if I had a watermelon no, you'd in sell my out hand, material. <laughs> you'd sell on material, but it's you still needed to come. You needed to like make strides as actors. He Here's wasn't. We thing. wasn't even thinking about the, that. If you want to get racist way, about it, the performances that we did though. Um, were it made the network and the studio go, hey, these, these guys, guys are, funny. are funny, right? Their material is shit. Oh, Let's okay. So them. you were trying, you were trying yeah. to make, we, you were we, trying to, we outperformed the material. Polish. But my sister used to tell me she come down to episodes and go, Naz, lay off, take your foot out your mouth, lay baby. off, lay off, because you, right. you're doing. I was, just, you know, because you know the world's on your shoulders. And I'm just like, yo, I'm not gonna not be funny because it was called the right. Wayne's Brothers, and it was like, you know what, yo, we just came off in Living Color. We're not gonna fuck up the family name, right? Fuck that. Yo, if this this shit is gonna sink or swim based on what the fuck we want to do, it was sinking, and not what they are trying to get us to do. So, were were you on with Homeboys from Outer Space? No, uh, actually, we were we were Cosby uh, compared to that show. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. was a show called Homeboys from Outer Space. That was before that. us. The WB. All right, that was before that, you. Well, actually, with that was on, that was you were on with UPA. Malcolm and Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. What if yeah. the guys on Homeboys from Outer Space saw you on a plane and were like, "Let's go say hi"? They hate <laughs> us. <laughs> they hate like, what they we do. To talk to no, um, see, but. Um, Malcolm and Eddie came later, and they were on UPN. So we we were the WB's flagship show. Got it. Their first show. Got it. That started the WB. So, well, you did your lowlights. What are your? What's the highlight? All right. Uh, yeah. We ain't done. With well, the no, no, no. I want lowlights. Lowlights way well, more. They, no, for highlights. sure. But do you? Uh, they, so what, how what? did you get through the the Wayne's brother shit? You just got like we kept you firing just, people. I stopped, how many people? I would stop, how many teams? I would it, was, it was bloody. It was a, was a, it was a massacre in the writer's room. Just, there was bah! a shark in the blood. It was like the teeth. end of Godfather Two, where like the dude's getting massaging and shot in the eye. I, I, I was a madman by the second season. I would stop rehearsing and I would fire just, someone. No, I would grab the writers. Here's what we had, and we would go rewrite the entire. Will you explain because people no, here, would say that's that diva ish behavior, but what they don't understand is you're fucking you're panicking. You're here's what we had. What we, what we had was a, 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 with me and him is a split atom, which is beautiful because he would go stop this shit, we're gonna fix it, and I would go okay, let's keep moving with the shit that we got, and let's try and make this as good as we right. can till we get the new pages in, and then we'll fix that. Right. So what we did was we had a process that we would do. I would work the bullshit, and he would write some new shit. Right. And so we would collab combine the two so that the directors knew what we were doing, and we walk them through and stop shit and go, no, here's where the camera's going to be now. Sean's going to say this instead. We literally would do the rewrites and everything before block and tape on that day. Everybody's sitting there nervous. They go, well, that's their show. Let them ruin it. And we would ruin it to make it better. And it was fucking week. And, and it, it, yeah. and it, and it right? became uh, In front of a crowd, really yeah. funny show by the time we got done doing what we We knew. would do this How before the crowd. So okay, five yeah. block and tape yeah. Thursday. And it got syndicated, right? Yeah, it yeah. got syndicated and over and, and over they again. keep running it now. Yeah, isn't that funny? There's so few good black shows that they're just yeah. like, ah, oh, put the Wayne Brothers on again. It's yeah. funny. It doesn't get picketed in syndication for some reason. Yeah. Did you exactly. get, did you the, actually the get picketed? Did, yeah, we did had, the NAACP we got, we got picketed? On, yep, they hated on us. For, for what? Cosby was writing um, us letters. I am for disappointed what? in you. You know, but once Kanye called it the NDRE Awards, it's like, all right. 
that he kind of put him in their place. The NAACP awards is kind of like yeah, but that uh, was it, see they, they were at, at they the time after, they had a different agenda and they had a different leadership. Like NAACP is cool now, but but back yeah. then there was a different a different leadership and a different agenda, and they wanted to be the producers was, on they projects. They to produce the black shows, or yeah. else they were going to picket them. Oh, you think it was like a power? It was a power thing. It's like hey, a Maxine Waters thing. Look. There yeah. was, I've seen a couple yeah. of things on TV that didn't belong on there, and they were fucking with us. It's like, hey, shit. What was their argument, though, that it was like promoting some kind of negativity? Or, and mm-hmm. Yeah, all kind of because bullshit. we were physical. And here's the thing about black comics. I believe black comics can be physical without being coons. I think we overuse that word. If Jim Carrey and, and right. uh, Charlie Chaplin and Douglas Fairbanks and, um, and, and Buster Keaton and those guys What can, do you feel about brothers wearing if, dresses? If, if they can exist, then... They did white girls. I did white girls. No, I know. That's what I... You know how I feel about brothers being dressed, wearing as long dresses. As you're funny. I do comedy. Okay, right. If it's funny, who gives a shit? But uh, there's no vanity in comedy. Fuck you because you're too proud to to be uh, to lose your vanity to be funny. Fuck you. It is it is interesting that only black comedians have the onus of you know uh, of, of that the cooning yeah. on them. No white comic, no yeah. Mexican. You never comic. see white people going. Jim Carrey's a coon, right? Yeah. Like never. what is he doing to our race? It's like never. why can't I just be a comedian? No, there's a lot of a lot of that. But that's self hating. That's you know but we, we talk. A lot of the, we broke a lot of those barriers. We, we talked about that on doing this it show. Uh, why we are black and people love you. It's why not, do black? It's laugh? not like you've alienated yourself from a black car. People love you. I mean, yeah, um, we love them back. Right, and, then, and then uh, scary movie. All right, so you did the Wayne's Brothers, and then you, you did might scary have to movie go for a part two. For but, that. Well, yes, but that was that's a whole nother saga. But that was it was good for two of them, right? And then you and then they and then that, you guys that, wanna... that come scene in scary movie is one of the biggest laughs I've ever had in the movies. I think in my the life. Story you like I actually Miss Man like Miss Man was Miss <laughs> right. Man hurt me. Can I fucking come? Which I don't even remember Miss Man. Miss Man, Man was the gym teacher with the balls. Oh yeah, I was at the premiere of the of the first scary movie. The premiere in New York. Yes. Oh shit. Um, ruckus. Yeah, I remember you guys coming in and be like, "Yes, that was a at gr- the premiere, no less." So, a scary movie. That's a whole nother story. Scary. Best movie. part, worst part. Okay. Uh, Best part was it opened to forty uh, fucking forty two point five yeah. million yeah. dollars. Point seven or point three. Yeah. What were they? What did they think? Maybe seven. I mean, we cried. They had no idea. They just did, they didn't know. They knew it was going to be you know a, a, a good size opening. We didn't know that it was going to be that. We was going to break records for yeah. R rated comedy ever. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. It was very very good. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's just a damn funny and movie. Then it made, a good parody movie is fucking. We uh, funny. it made 167 here, and 160 something overseas. Which yeah, is, which is impossible for, for, black, for, be for a black director. I'll tell you, too. that's yeah. the, that's a hole in the market right now. Is a is a good an airplane which esque. brings us to which brings me to a haunted house, which comes Marlon's out. Marlon's got a picture coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Feb- uh, July- January eleventh uh, uh, is called a haunted house, and basically it's paranormal activity if it happened to a black couple. I like fun. that you didn't promote it when we were doing dates. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> You're like I'm gonna be. We're gonna be I'll order. be at the Chuckalula Huckle Hut. Yeah, we're gonna be at the Orleans. Motherfucker, you have a movie coming out a week after that. Maybe promote that. <laughs> Maybe don't worry about the advertising <laughs> problem. I have a spot idiot. at the Hollywood Improv, ten fifteen Thursday no, night. No, yeah, you're opening in two thousand theaters. So, at I want to go. I want to go back. <laughs> Oh, no, what a dick. I forgot. Scary movie, though. Yeah, yeah. go hey, back to scary movie. Uh, but first, let's talk about A Haunted House, which stars Marlon Wayans, Essence Atkins, Sedgwick the Entertainer, uh, Avion Crockett, uh, Nick we'll Swanson, again, and man. Dave Keckner. And that's all. Boom. Go yeah, see it. Go see January it. 11th. The trailer's funny. I saw the trailer's funny. Things. High, high yeah. point of scary movie. 
It made that money. It opened. We, we cried. We, we fucking. You actually cried real cried. tears. Oh yeah, we we cried because Friday it, night. And we at what moment? Going to? Went to dinner at Kate Manley's. <laughs> and it was Sunday. We worked so <laughs> on Sunday when you knew what it made. Yeah, we worked so fucking hard. You know, it was just a good feeling that okay, something you did made the noise that you was trying to make. Yeah, that's wild. Low point of scary movie was <laughs> how many? Well, a couple. There's been a couple of yeah. Wow. Give us a couple. Well, one. We ended up having to share credit um, with some writers that we had a we had a we had a, a manager. Okay, here's no here's uh, the no beyond the manager. No, let's even go. No, there. I'm fucking Wait, saying here's that the thing. beyond that beyond that. Beyond I'm that. saying that. beyond that beyond that. Okay, here's there's the no thing. beyond that beyond so, yeah. that. There was another team. <laughs> there was another team that did. Uh, claimed that they did scary movie when, and in fact, our Writers. team, yeah, Wayne's brother, they did wrote scary the first movie. draft, correct? No, they no, did not. They did, they did we not. We did, and Miramax had bought their script to take it off the market. And but what happened was, when they bought their script to take it off the market, they shelved that. They shelved it, and they tried to say that we took shit from their script, which is bullshit. So uh, let's so go, let's go. By back. the way, now here, here, I, well, I no, to, wait, wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. So we'll get to that later. Here's how you know the difference, okay? The the crew that said that we that 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 said they wrote scary movie, but they never went on the fucking set with us. They don't even know where we shot it. I have no idea. Freeberg and Seltzer, who did Vampire Sucks, they did they uh, what movie? Uh, All of the shit. Vampire Sucks, uh, Narnia shit. Look, that's their shit. Now we did. Don't be a menace. Scary movie. In living color. In living color. White chicks. Yeah. I'm gonna get you sucker. Don't be a man. You. I gotta go in Narnia shit. I gotta go in Narnia shit. Sorry guys. Our flavor versus their flavor. Right. Does it look like we stole their shit? Now and so the guild That's arbitrated funny. disaster. And they won. Yeah. Here's what happened. So now we have to share. Credit. Here's what happened. That's I had an old manager who used to work at my old um, that Gold Miller, who at the time after Don't Be a Menace came out, he was like, "What are you working on?" Two. And I said, "Well, I got this idea. I want to make AIDS. I want to make fun of. I want to make fun of Scream. I want to parody Scream like I do. Jades. Don't be a menace." And he's like, "Oh, that's a fucking excellent idea." And I said, "He said, oh, what, are you, hurry up with that.'" I said, "Yeah, I am." This motherfucker, he leaves Gold Miller three months later. Sells it. He fucking took my idea yeah. and gave it to two, those fucking dudes. Yeah. And they were writing my idea at the same time as I was writing right. fucking scary movie. So it's like a race against It's a, I'm racing fever. Fever. I don't you, understand right. how, you, when how, does doing scary the, movie. how does someone win the writer's right. guild arbitration if they don't have any fucking jokes? No because there's, uh, there's unjust shit in the uh, world. No, right? I know. But that's one of those things. It's like yeah. you know, they I, read I, the script I, side how, by how side. How did OJ get off for murder? But then he goes to jail for actually murder Nicole. Wait a minute. For a yep. black person to say that. Hold on a second. Is a oh. huge. You are the Jackie Robinson of the OJ. <laughs> so then you do the screams. You do a couple of those. Okay. So we do the first one. All right, by the way, when we, we did the first one, me and Sean was writing that while we were doing me, him and Phil and Buddy were writing that while we were doing Wayne's Brothers. And we were sleeping two hours a night. We'd have a big. Bottles of Coca Cola, Pepsi. Pepsi, and we'd stay up. You guys are wild, man. Six o'clock in the morning, and then we'd have to do table read and everything three hours later. Like it was a, a crazy time. Yeah, crazy. Like very hard work. And then for them to say that we took it is bullshit. Yeah. That must so then the so second, we do the first one, and then they want us to do a second one. So we do the second one, but 
the the kicker was they wanted us to do the second one. The first one took three years to do. Right. From writing to actually shooting. Now, are you doing your Keenan impression right now, or are you just talking about <laughs> yourself? I, I, just, I just talk like Keenan okay. sometimes when I'm tired. All right. Uh, I'm talking about uh, so, anyway, they, uh, we signed on to do the second one. But they want us to do the second one in a year. Meaning, not take a year Oh, they had a release it. date, probably. They right? want us to fucking... Yeah. They, they, they wanted us to write it, produce it, star in it, and put it out in a year. Yeah. So the second one came out... Nobody even knew that we fucking did a sequel. Like, it was... It came out so fucking Yeah, fast. they did still killed, though, it that killed, movie. killed, but it was like... It was just too fucking quick, and it almost killed us. Right. It was just almost impossible to do what... Uh, I'm going to quote Ray Romano... Saying to his wife, "Go cry into the bag of money." <laughs> what happened? Romano said that Go his wife yourself. would complain, and he'd be like, "Go cry into the bag of money." That yeah, yeah, that, that's what I said to you guys. <laughs> well, I wasn't um, crying. I was just, no, okay, no, whatever, yeah, no. Whatever. I'm with it's no, it's it's that's the thing is that that people don't understand is like how. That the hours, like the 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 white girls thing, where you're literally working 21 yeah. hours, and yeah. people go like, "What?" Well, here's the dirty shit. So after the second one came out. Um, they came to us to do a third one, and we was like, "Whoa, you know what? Let's yeah, take some time That's the way off. I feel. We, uh, you know, uh, let's we if we do a third one, we want to do it the right way because right. we didn't feel right getting rushed like this, Steve. Right? Yeah, we like to do shit that people want to see over and over again, and you know, Scary Movie Two was funny, right? But it wasn't our funniest, and it felt like it was more of a confection than it was a movie. Scary Movie One was a movie. Scary Movie Two was a bunch of gags. That All right. Well, how do you? Explain the difference between a confection and because I don't, I kind of know what you mean, but explain scary, the difference between scary, scary movie. Like, what's the difference? Because if it's I, if it's the difference between Kentucky Fried Movie and I'm a Get You Sucker, yeah, it's like a cohesive. I understand. Kind of, what but is a I'm going to Get You Sucker is just a bunch of sketches. You about, but, but you actually think that, that the narrative about. in the first yes. was better. The than narrative, the story, the and characters, the situation, everything. What we were parodying, everything was so much more well thought out. Like you really cared about the what was going on. That's interesting. Arts. We had more time just to, to put it together. Right, no, but I'm wondering if two, I agree with you. Meaning two was just a confection. I I it was just a bunch of gags. The I haven't seen them movie, in a long time. It was gag. Watch, watch gag the movie. Okay. It's all right. It's like watching uh, um, a, 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 a fight where Ali is just throwing right hands instead of jab, jab, left hand. Modulating. Right. Modulating your punches. Setting yeah. them up. So you Using think that in the first one people cared about your story? They, no, it, it was, was just more fun, yeah. and it was seamless, and it was it felt more they're organic. Just, they're just the it had more of a narrative arc than yeah. the no, other no. One. I'm just because I'm I'm thinking about like the stu- like, it wasn't as I... desperate. Part two was desperate. Okay, there, you, everything there's your answer. Was, it's like the difference between the reason why I call it confection. Mike Myers, me and him had this discussion uh, and one uh, a couple of years ago, and he's talking about uh, Austin Powers versus Austin Powers two. Austin Powers one, he was like, it's a movie, yeah. Because it's a character. I like, about two, character. I like two better. I li- and two was confection. It was a bunch of gags, and it was funny, but it did, you didn't care about it the same way. Because no, Austin Powers that. was like, I like a Austin movie. Powers yeah. one. That was my right. favorite. Did you ever read the script? No. I read the script, like, a year, and I was like, oh, this is the best shit I've ever read in my life. It was, I was so my, excited because I love Wayne's I World. Yeah. Um, all right, we got to wrap it up. Um, but we we'll come, get us to the, get us back. to the present. Yeah, I mean, just quickly, like what? What's well, well, been, I'll, I'll, I'll get us well uh, presently, we said fuck that, fuck everybody. I'm gonna raise some money and I'm gonna do um, a haunted house for uh, low budget with uh, I'm Global and I'm put that shit out. 
and it's going to be distributed to 2,500 screens with open road and in-game. It's good partners, and we're going to shit on the walls, and we're going to do some different shit because there hasn't been a really funny send-up in a long time. I think that's true. We could really do well. No, you're right. Thank you. And it was great. Great is I got the red band trailer. I'll show it to you guys when we're done here. But um, it it, – all the jokes – Aren't in the aren't in the trailer. This good. shit is just good. absolutely this yeah. shit that you can't put in the trailer. Right, it's good. Just that's out great. There. Good. Yeah, so that's exciting. Uh, all right, so Wayne's brothers again. They're gonna be at the Addison Improv. <laughs> that's what's important. <laughs> <laughs> December six through nine. Movie. Go to see them in Ontario. Right. December six through nine. <laughs> we're at El Cajon. December first. We're in. <laughs> you guys, I actually want you guys to come back. This is great. Yeah, oh, thank you guys I very much for coming. Something. Thank you, man. God, God bless. My now you're fucking with the There are people in town, man, crazy people in town. Eating bread and butter and honey and drinking black coffee cola. They believe we are wild, man. They believe we are wild. Just because we don't use any money and we drink no coffee cola. Thank you.